there's a few websites that are specifically for traveling nurses and they rent it out for mm. a month or two or three at a time. And then you leave the furniture there, you know, and all the pots and bands and stuff like that. And so that when the market uh, rebounds for, uh, and so people actually start traveling again, then, you know, you got the same setup and you can just you know, switch it to Airbnb right then and there. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello, welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer, and with me, as always, on these uh, Wednesday Hump Day Hustles, we got Matt Jones. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing great today. How are you doing, Todd? I am fantastic, man. It's been uh, an awesome like week and a half or so. We went with the family to the Apostle Islands, and if nobody, people are listening, they're like, where the heck, what is that? It's on Lake Superior. It's just amazing. Just beautiful country. Uh, these big cliffs uh, carved out by the lakes uh, with with beautiful caves and just really cool, majestic, like just, just amazing area. I would suggest anybody going there. Did a little bit of cliff jumping off of some cliffs into Lake Superior. Lake Superior is cold, but you know, once you get in, you're good. Right. And then there's all these, like, it's amazing because you've got these beautiful cliffs, these brownstone. And so you've like the brownstone houses, you know, the, the old brownstone houses, brownstone buildings. Well, a lot of that is came from that area. And, but the, um, then you, you're walking on these like cliffs, this brownstone, and all of a sudden you get a little bit down the way, down the trail, and it's this beautiful sand beach. And it looks like you're in the ocean, other than you're at a freshwater lake that you can literally on Lake Superior, you can see down. It's so clear. You can see down like 40 feet to the to the bottom you're sitting out there we went swimming and we're out about four feet of water and you could look down and you're i mean it looks like you're not even looking through water your your feet are like right there you can see it there so it's pretty cool beautiful area um and it's crazy the difference between the north shore of lake superior which is all like lava rock basically and this it's just not it's really cool so that was fun uh and right before that I was uh, doing due diligence on, on an asset we're looking at. Uh, and so that was a lot of I, fun. Yes, I, I kind of a nerd out on that stuff. So it was a lot of fun uh, doing that. And uh, uh, it's just been a, been a good, uh, good week. It was good to go do that and go take a vacation and spend some time with the family. So that was, that was good. So. Nice, nice. Yeah, my wife and I have been doing some hiking and some kayaking lately. And been uh, analyzing some deals. I'm pretty optimistic about the future of the market. Um, yeah. yeah. And actually today we're going to be talking about the future of short-term rentals. Yeah. Future of short-term rentals. Well, what do you think, Matt? What's going on right now with short-term? Well, I think people are having to pivot a little bit. So I know of a lot of people that are changing their um, short-term like Airbnbs or free RBOs to yeah. you know, kind of like medium range or long-term uh, rental properties. You know, I kind of like the idea of converting them to uh, like housing for traveling nurses because there's a few websites that are specifically for traveling nurses and they rent it out for mm. a month or two or three at a time. And then you leave the furniture there, you know, and all the pots and bands and stuff like that. And so that when the market uh, rebounds for uh, and so people actually start traveling again, then, you know, you got the same setup and you can just you know, switch it to Airbnb right then and there. Yep. Yep. And, you know, look, it's, it, it, 
it depends on where Airbnb is located, mm-hmm. right? So traveling a nurse is great if you're in the urban core, if you're, yep. you know, if you've got, if you've got something in this, in a big city, it, that's, that's perfect. Now, if you've got something that's like ocean front and it's vacation property completely, well, traveling nurse might not uh, be interested in that because they're not even close to there. So that might be a challenge, right? So there's different challenges depending on where your property is located, but here's the thing. I think, Long-term, it's still strong. Short-term, you know, we got issues. Um, Is it Airbnb that is filing bankruptcy protection right now? Oh, I guess I hadn't heard about that. I think they might be filing bankruptcy protection. Um, But it doesn't mean short-term rentals will go away, right? VRBO was around a long time before Airbnb, and they're still around. People just think of Airbnb because Airbnb blew the market up, you know, I mean, it just totally took advantage of, of the lack of what VRBO just wasn't doing that great. Right. And then so Airbnb came and they stole the thunder. So it's not like it's going to go away. Um, I think for the most part, you've got, you know, you've, you've got people that want to travel and you people are, the economy, like we've got, you know, obviously COVID right now going on. And so you've got this business travel that's really been knocked down, but that's urban core. And so you've got other opportunity to, to fill your Airbnb urban core. You've got the traveling nurses, you've got, you know, long-term corporate or short-term corporate. Uh, you've got long-term tenants. You've got, you can sell it pretty easy. Okay. So those are I think pretty viable options for, for all of that, but then you've got the vacation and look, I mean, people want to get away still. People want to go to places where they can go outdoors, where they can go camping, hiking, fishing, kayaking, you know, all that kind of stuff. So people want to get away still. It will get hit a little bit, yeah, Uh, but I think that is kind of phasing out already, at least from the people that I've talked to. Um, We stayed in Airbnb for two nights on our trip, um, and they're pretty full. Um, Looking at, you know, booking for this winter for skiing, and they're very full already, Uh, so people are still getting out. People are... I think almost more active if you've got a a setting, an area that has outdoor activities, right? If you've got a setting that has mostly shopping, indoor bars, restaurants, that type of stuff, that's probably getting hurt more. But again, that's being covered by other areas, right? You can rent it long-term. You can get the nurse's in there. So you just got to get creative. Honestly, if, if you're having trouble with your Airbnb, get creative or sell it. And prices for houses are going bonkers right now mm-hmm. in most areas across the nation. So I think for the most part, it's still a pretty solid deal. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a great time to sell single family houses. There's just not much on the market. So the demand is still stronger than the supply. So you can get great prices. Uh, but I mean, if, if you want to stay in the Airbnb or, or short-term rental business, uh, you know, if you can hold off, just have a few uh, 
uh, you know, rentals here and there to cover mortgages and, and expenses and stuff, or switch to you know, semi longer term uh, rental housing for the time being. That way you can hold on to it and then you can ride this out. Uh, but like you say, it's, it's already starting to come back. So, you know, I, it, you know, it's pretty optimistic. It'll take probably a year or two at least before it comes to, you know, where it was before COVID, I think, but it's going to get there. Hi, I'm Matt Jones, and if you're like me, you're looking to grow your real estate business while connecting with others. There's this incredible new virtual experience unlike any other. I'm talking about the North Star Real Estate Conference. It's coming to you online this October 22nd and 23rd, and it's not like one of those boring webinars you find all the time out there. No, this is going to be interactive. You're going to have the opportunity to network and grow relationships with not only the other attendees, but with the speakers as well. So you can sign up today online at nreconference.com and use the code DEX, D-E-X, for $50 off. Yeah, and of course, it's all localized, right? And when, when we look yep. at, I was just looking at employment rate today, and I was looking at, uh, I think it's Utah that leads the nation, and they're at like 4% unemployment rate. Um, and, but I think it might have been New York that is at the bottom, um, or Massachusetts, something like that. And they were at like 17%, you know, so there's a big difference, obviously 17 and 4%. It's a big difference. We're in Minneapolis. We were right around 8%, if I recall correctly. Um, you know, I've got investments in Kentucky. Uh, that was like four and a half percent. And then, and then you look more granular at the cities and I looked at some cities that I'm in like Minneapolis is at like 9.4% uh, where Lexington, Kentucky, which I have investments in as well as Minneapolis, they're at 4.2%. So you've got to look at like what's going on in your city too. That's going to, that's going to matter like what your choice could and options could be, what the stability of your market could be. So things are going to come back. It's going to come back probably slower than what anybody would like, right? We want it to go back. We want it, we all wanted this V, right? We wanted to, you know, down, back, straight back up. Well, I don't think we went down nearly as hard as what we expected. And I think it's going to take a little longer to go back up. And we might not, quite frankly, even be at the bottom. We don't know. Um, we might be doing some yo-yos for a while. Yeah, I think it'll be more of a, a check mark uh, sort of recovery, you know, where it's got yeah. a longer draw up, but it'll, you know, pass and exceed where we were before. Yeah. Uh, it, it, and check mark, or like I said, maybe a yo-yo. We'll see. Um, like, 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 uh, throwing a bouncy ball. Right. Uh, but you know, here's the, what I want to talk about a little bit too, is when you're looking at your rental apartments, when you're buying an apartment, if you have an apartment located in the right area and your lender allows it, and that's a big, that's a big key thing. Don't get too excited about getting this Airbnb or doing Airbnb in your apartment complex without your lender's approval, because eventually they're going to find out and they might not like it, right? It might be against their loan covenants, quite frankly. So make sure that you run it by them. Like, look, we, we would like to turn 10%, 15%, whatever it is into short-term rentals. Uh, but that is definitely an option, um, you know, especially if you've got a well-located apartment building that could demand Airbnbs. It's a great option, in my opinion, to have mostly long-term, but some short-term in there and be able to charge for that 
or what I've seen, I've seen several people do it several different ways. So one is there's, there's companies out there that'll actually run Airbnb for you out of your uh, deal, not, not short-term rental. Um, they'll run it. The same thing with corporate rental. They'll run it for you. They'll maybe take one or two floors and maybe take one or two buildings uh, and they'll run it for you. And they get, of course, profit and you get profit. And they do like a master lease uh, on that. And so that's one option. Of course, there's the other option of you doing it yourself, which takes a little bit more maintenance and management and all that kind of stuff. And the, um, you know, the other option is to allow the tenants to do it, but to charge the tenants a fee, a monthly fee to allow them to do Airbnb themselves. So you're basically making money off the tenant. So if the tenant says, Hey, I want to, I want to lease this, they're on the hook for the lease and they're going to Airbnb their, their unit. You say, well, that's fine. We'll allow you to do that, but we're going to charge you X amount of premium for that. So then you make a little bit of money on top of that. They're still in charge of that unit. They still have to do the cleaning. They still have to do a lot of that other stuff, but um, it, it, allows you to make a little bit more money. That's a great point. You can actually do that yourself. You can rent out apartments and, you know, run those as Airbnb. So you don't even own the property itself, you know, find a really <laughs> landlord yeah. who's there, willing to do a, that. Yeah. There's another twist, right? You don't even have to own the building, like you oh. said. Um, so you might be able to do that with apartment or a condo or, um, you know, you might be able to do that with a single family house. Uh, I've had people approach me to say, Hey, I'd like to run a short-term rental out of your property and I'm willing to pay a premium. Um, I haven't done that for a short-term rental. I've, I did it for a, um, a, uh, assisted living facility. And, it, you know, fortunately it didn't work that great. It, you know, it was okay, but I, I don't think they were very, competent at running their business. <laughs> so, you know, I made money and profit on it, but it, it just wasn't long-term. Um, but, you know, we, we do that. We actually contract with the NHL to rent out uh, one of our properties with them. So there's different ways of going about it. Um, I think that you can get creative, make it through this time that is difficult and end up on top in the end. Absolutely. Not, look, nothing, nothing's forever. And so that's, that's where really like the knee jerk, like everybody was freaking out. Like this whole thing happened. It was like, and I get it. Like it was overnight, right? When you look back, it was like March, you know, 8th, we were, everything was perfect. No big deal. We're all perfect. We knew coronavirus was there, but it was in China. And like March 12th, or whatever date it was, the NBA shut down, the NHL shut down, the, the uh, uh, college uh, basketball tournament called their season, like, in like, everything was like, uh, we're, I know I was, I was caught off guard, I think everybody was, and we're all, we all have these knee-jerk reactions, and this kind of freak-out thing, um, that's where I think, obviously, just cooler, calmer heads prevail when you're, when you actually look at the whole thing and go, okay, we got to step back, you know, what else can we do? Let's get creative. And again, this might not be over. We, we, we know coronavirus isn't over. It's not gone. Right. Uh, we know unemployment is still fairly high. 
Um, and if we could have this up and down yo-yo effect, we could have months or years of difficulty here, but being creative and working your way through these short-term rentals and doing creative solutions to be able to cash flow through the time, break even through the time, and eventually end up up, up on top, right? That's what we all want and end up on top. Um, you'll be able to do it if you get creative. Definitely. Yeah, the future is bright if you just uh, be creative in the meantime. Absolutely. I, I think uh, it's I, short-term rentals here to stay. It's just yeah. not, it's not going away. Um, people like staying in a, a, an apartment, a house, right? So when we, I, I can't remember the last time that my family has stayed in a hotel for more than like an overnight stay. Cause when we go on a vacation, like, and I don't have a big family, it's, it's my wife, my two kids. But when we all go on a vacation, like we want our, my wife and I want our own privacy. We want our own room. The kids are younger. So they go to bed earlier than us. So like, we want to be able to put them to bed. We want to be able to go into our room. We would you know, when you're in a hotel, we got to have like the lights off and we're either out in the hallway or we're like, you know, on your computer and then the computer lights too bright. And so you get the kids whine about that. So you got to shut down and everybody's like, we're sitting there laying there and you know, you got to wait till the kids fall asleep before you can do anything. That's annoying. We like the Airbnb cause we've got that flexibility. Plus it's just, I don't know, it's nice to have, it feels like you've got your own place, right? It feels like you've got your own house, you get the stove, you get the fridge, you get all that kind of stuff. It's just, in my opinion, it's, way nicer than a hotel room. So I don't think I'm alone in that, right? I think most people after they've done a couple of these short-term rentals are like, man, this is the way to go. Exactly. I mean, if you, if you wanted to stay in a box, you'd get the hotel room. But I mean, people who go to Airbnbs and, and other short-term rentals, they want sort of an experience. They want to feel at home so the more niche uh, you can make it, uh, like if you're, if you're next to a, a water source, you know, have like surfboards nailed to the wall and, and seashells and stuff all over uh, to make, make it uh, really feel like something unique. Um, yeah. Because if you make it uh, just another hotel room, then, you know, people aren't going to be interested in that. Well, and I, uh, look, I did a business trip um, and it was me and two other guys. Well, I, I, you know, maybe I'm picky, but, I don't want to sleep in the same bed as some uh, another guy. So I, I like my own space. Uh, so we, instead of getting one hotel, we could have gotten two or three hotel rooms, or we can just get one Airbnb with three bedrooms, which is exactly what we found. We found an Airbnb with three bedrooms. It's going to be about the same price as one hotel room. And we were able to have this property. It was really nice because we can sit down. It's got the living room. We can go through stuff that we talked about. We can hang out and we're not confined to this apartment room or sorry, uh, hotel room. And so even that, like that was really convenient. Now, when I go travel by myself, typically I'm going into hotel. But. Yeah. And I mean, like you said, uh, short-term rentals aren't going anywhere. You know, they've been around for hundreds of years in the form of boarding houses and things like that. Um, so, you know, don't worry it about just exploded as of lately, yeah. you know, and I think that people are nervous, obviously, and for good reason, because travel is way down. Um, the airports have been empty. 
And so I, I think that there's good reason to be nervous. But again, get creative, figure out how you can make it through, um, turn it into long term, turn it into a corporate, turn it into, you know, start attracting other people and make it through this time and, and end up on, on top. Because the last thing you want to do is you got it all set up for short term rental, you've got the furniture, you've got a great location, you were doing really well. Now this hits and now you're doing poor and you freak out, you sell it. And then a year, two years later, you'd be like, oh man, I should have kept that because look at what's happening now. Yep, exactly. So I think there's also going to be this, um, this like travel, people haven't been flying, people haven't been traveling. I think there's going to be this, like, we finally, we want to get back out and you're going to see this big boom, big travel boom. It might be a while, right? But you're going to see a travel boom. I, I, I don't. I just. I think there's no way around it. Yep, I'll, I'll be participating in that as well. So, <laughs> awesome, Matt. Well, I don't. I don't have anything else uh, on this topic. If you do, go ahead and add it. Nope. Awesome, man. Well, you have a fantastic rest of the day. Make every day Saturday. Thanks. You too. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. But your rating and review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to VentureDProperties.com, VentureDProperties.com and download our free ebook uh, on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and, and also, look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go up to coachwithdex.com and check that out, and uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.